Hey y'all, I'm Ryan Devlin and welcome to the Struggle Climbing Show's Training Tip Tuesday this week featuring the guy who literally wrote the book on training for climbing, Eric Hurst. Eric, as y'all know, is the author of numerous well-researched and laid out books and texts on climbing, training, tactics, and mental game. He, of course, joined us in season one as an expert looking specifically back at tactics and what we can all learn from where the pros struggle and excel in that area. And in today's mini-sode, Eric breaks down a common pitfall for climbers of all levels, deciding crux beta too soon. And he offers up some practical tips on how to break out of that trap. If you're on your first go, it's unlikely you're gonna find the best way to do it, the best beta for you. And it's also, I think, quite unlikely that your best beta is the same as your partner's best beta or the beta you saw on a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. So I think becoming more expert at climbing is not getting drawn into uh, this belief that you must do it like everybody else or that you must do it like uh, the video gave you. Maybe the holds will be the same, the holds used, but they'll be in a little different order or the body position might be a little different because after all, your climbers come in all shapes and sizes and flexibility uh, and you might use the same holds, but in a little different way. Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe there are other holds. I mean, Lynn Hill talked about using unchalked holds because she's short and she needs to you know, use intermediate hands and build feet high. And, you know, by doing that, she's able to navigate what many people might call a reachy sequence or, or a height dependent sequence. Sure. And so, yes, absolutely. Keeping an open mind is is critical. Is there a way that you recommend we actually can get into that mindset or, or essentially practice climbing in that manner? Maybe a good strategy for folks if you're going up and, you know, beginning to work a boulder or a, a, a crux on a route, sport route, is try it three different ways, at least three different ways, before you settle in on saying this is the best way. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just kind of rushing through the crux, you know, you try it one way or maybe you try it two ways and you pick one and say, okay, that's good enough. And and if it's a submaximal route, maybe it is good enough, but it doesn't mean it's the most efficient way that you're going to navigate that crux. And so I would say three is a good number to uh, play around with. Uh, if you're there, you know, hanging out, working the crux sequence on a sport route uh, or a boulder, you know, three as a minimum. And, you know, sometimes when you're working around a long time, there might be you know, dozens of different ways that you try it. And one more uh, tip uh, that I would give listeners is when you are working a sequence, sometimes the obvious right hand hold, you know, the hold that you say, okay, that's absolutely got to be the right hand. Like you just make that decision from the get go or the, the next move you go to, because the next big hold is up and left, well, I have to go to that next because it's the obvious big hold. Closing your mind to other possibilities can really hold you back. And, you know, a lot of beginner climbers think that way. It's like, well, this has to be the way it has to climb from one big hold to the next big hold. And sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes the more efficient way is grabbing a smaller hold that is kind of maybe off the beaten path a little bit to the side because it puts you in a different body position that actually sets up an easier reach. You have to resist making snap judgments on sequences mm -hmm. and 
you know, being stuck in a mindset. I think we all need to keep an open mind. And even when you're 100% certain you found the best way, maybe you should second guess yourself. I don't know about you, but Eric was staring right into my climber's soul with this one. I definitely have a tendency to decide on the quote unquote right beta early on. My first 12B actually comes to mind on this. It's a route called Tissue Tiger at the Red. There's a way that pretty much all of my friends work the crux, and that's the way, of course, then I decided that I had to do the crux. And I struggled on this thin intermediate crimp for sessions, never trying anything else because clearly that was the way to do it, or so I thought. Until one day, as I hung there, totally discouraged for like the fifth time that session, I tried something crazy. I tried to just skip that crimp altogether by getting some high feet on this undercling and going big to the next hold, and you know what? It worked. It unlocked the entire thing for me. I ended up sending it the next session out, I think. And look, I've got relatively weak fingers, especially compared to my climbing buddies, so I should have known that their crimp beta likely wouldn't work for me, but I just didn't try any other crux beta, because I didn't think that I had to. I thought what they were doing, and what was on YouTube, frankly, was what I should be doing. And so I didn't change it until I was ready to give up. So I really like Eric's advice here to try it at least three times, even on sub max routes like at the gym. What a great mental as well as tactical and physical exercise to try that section three different times and see what you learn, see what you learn about your movement, see what you learn about your efficiency. So I'm gonna be doing that this week as I hit the set problems at my gym. For more solid gold beta from the GOAT coach, check out his full episode from season one. And of course, you can tune into his fantastic podcast, Eric Hurst's Training for Climbing podcast. And you can also reach him on IG at Eric underscore Hurst. This Training Tip Tuesday is brought to you by who else? Fizzy Vantage, founded by today's guest, Eric Hurst. Fizzy Vantage makes the best science-backed nutrition to help serious athletes train harder and stay healthier. If y'all are looking to level up your training and nutrition game, check it out at fizzyvantage.com. And how about this? Use checkout code STRUGGLE15 for 15% off your order. So I just got back from a whirlwind 48-hour trip to Vegas, and I am now going to sleep for three straight days. I hope your stoke levels are as high as mine right now and that you're having an awesome, awesome day. Remember, the struggle makes us strong. Let's climb hard and do good things in the world.